So sitting here, <clears throat> attentive to how it is right now. body is like this. The space around us, the presence of others in this room, the beginning of the day, the sound of birds outside. <clears throat> These are all things that we can we can notice. The mind, the mind as it is, the mood, any thinking. Perhaps the mind is quite quiet, maybe dull and sleepy, or maybe just bright, quietly attentive. Or there may be some other mental activity that we can notice. Curiosity, interest, or a bit of complaining <clears throat> about ourselves or about something that's happened or something that's happening, or the um, the commentary that so many of us experience much of the time. Whatever it is, we make a practice of simply noticing. holding steady and not allowing our the thinking or our reactions to it to pull us away from this moment and standing firm this is how it is using the, the breath <clears throat> or the body as an anchor. This body and breath are always, always with us. <coughs> We're not always with them, but they're always here. <laughs> always available to re-establish 
awareness of, re-establish contact here and now. Even when the mind wanders far away, far away in space or time, caught up in memories, planning, those ideas about who and what we should be and what should happen, the body, the breath, always quietly here. Of course, body is not always a comfortable experience. These bodies are subject to all kinds of um, pain, discomfort. The ordinary discomforts of uh, the nature of the body, hunger, thirst, cold heat, restlessness. And um, we learn how to, um, as far as possible, attend to to these things in a, out of kindness, compassion for the for the suffering of this body this animal body uh, treating it with kindness treating it with respect uh, not exploiting it uh, using it over um, demanding too much of it Either working it too hard or just um, exploiting it, trying to get as much pleasure out of it as possible. Eating, drinking, sex, these things which are part of, necessary for survival, for the procreation, the continuation of the species, but... um, each in their own time, their proper proper measure. So there's a, a respectful, appropriate relationship with the body. as far as possible, trying to provide it with what it needs for survival, for well-being.
some kind of uh, clothing, a protection for the body, keep it warm, protect it from the elements, food for the body to uh, nourish it, give energy. shelter, protection, place of safety, security, and then medicine for those times that there's sickness of the body. And just considering the, the basic basic needs So for the, the monks, the nuns, this is something we, we contemplate. You know, what, what do we need? Uh, something that the Buddha encourages us all to, to contemplate. What's really, what's really needed? maintain to support life So as nuns and monks, we have rules, we have um, guidelines as to uh, what, what we can have and how we can get it. Yeah. Whereas... <clears throat> In lay life, there are not these same guidelines. You can get as much as you want. <laughs> and uh, sometimes you know, people have many more things than is really necessary. So it can be suitable just to, to take time to, to consider what it, what is really needed. Yeah. And rather than uh, uh, longing for all the things that one doesn't have, maybe see other people have certain things that we would like, and just consider, well, do I really need that? Is this really necessary for survival? Really necessary for me to carry out the work that I need to do or to support my family? 
or is it just um, the mind, the uh, ego, wanting more as a, a sense of, um, you know, for a sense of status, a sense of um, uh, you know, wanting to to keep up, to have the same as everybody else. These values of the society that are often quite distorted and harmful and create a lot of suffering, unhappiness, uh, terrible anguish of you know, children who don't have the same as their friends, the same kind of shoes, the same kind of clothing and the um, cruelty of children that you know, makes 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 others feel lesser because they don't have the same nice things that they have, and and the anguish of parents trying to provide so that their children don't have to undergo that kind of humiliation. These are all ways that the. Uh, values of the society uh, can cause suffering, unhappiness. In our practice we're encouraged to to contemplate contentment Uh, and there's a verse in the um, Dhammapada, the contentment is the greatest wealth. And it can be helpful to to contemplate this. The idea of, I have what I need, I'm content. Sharing what we have, I have enough, I can share this. As an antidote to the insatiable desire of the world. Something we can all experience, insatiable desire, just wanting more and more and more, it's never enough, whether of material things or um, you know, mental mental um, qualities like um, insatiable desire for approval or love or um, success. Buddhist cosmology, there's this realm of the hungry ghosts, these pathetic creatures with absolutely enormous bellies and little tiny mouths and long scrawny necks, always trying to fill these 
enormous bellies and just never ever having enough and the pain of consuming all of these things and the problem of addiction just always needing more a very real experience for us as human beings always needing more wanting more and so it can be helpful to contemplate well what is enough and do I have enough I have enough I am grateful contentment, gratitude These are really important um, qualities you know, for the society, um, for the planet. Yeah. It's it's the it's the the greed, the um, wanting more that has led to this incredible exploitation of planet Earth and humanity, sort of the, um, taking advantage of each other. This idea that, you know, I, I need these things, I want these things, I can have these things. And if we have enough money, get anything we want. And then to consider, is this really what makes us happy? Does this really make us happy? Is this the answer to human misery, just to get more and more, better and better? Or does real happiness arise from a sense of contentment? I have clothing for the body, I have food for the belly, I have shelter, I have medicine for when I'm sick. I'm grateful for these things, I appreciate these things. So establishing presence, mindfulness, in this moment, do I have enough? Is it enough? 
And realizing, yes, it is enough. And even if I'm feeling hungry right now, not having eaten for quite a number of hours, there can be a sense of hunger in the belly. Maybe we're a little bit cold, thirsty, not much energy. But when we're really present with that condition, we can see this is this is hunger. This is a feeling of cold, not having much energy. And it's all right. It's enough for now. I can be content even with that. With feeling hungry, thirsty, cold. When there's mindfulness, it's it's bearable. <clears throat> it's okay. Part of the flow of life. A changing condition. And this is how it is right now. Establishing a sense of peacefulness, a sense of acceptance, a sense of contentment with conditions as they are right now. And then when the time comes, there's food available, hot drink, We don't have to rush and grab it, fight for it. Uh, even though we might, you know, there might be a kind of urgency, a kind of agitation, I'm really, really hungry. But when we just contemplate this sense of contentment, patience, then we're able to wait until it's our turn. to receive food. We can eat, take in the food in a, in a dignified way. You don't have to gobble it all down to fill the, the belly, but just okay. Now it's time to eat. Now it's time to drink. Then when we've had enough, okay, we stop. learning the appropriate measure and what's suitable, what's needed. So there's a sense of, of presence, moment-by-moment uh, moment awareness, It enables us to live as human beings with, with dignity, uh, self-respect, kindness, respect, appreciation of one another, rather than fighting, grabbing, and getting as much as we can for ourselves. 
following the animal instincts of the body. Instead, we remember our humanity, human beings. Living with respect, with kindness, both for ourselves, caring for our own bodies, and also respect and kindness for those we share this space with. The other human beings here who also feel hungry sometimes, thirsty sometimes, need to eat, drink, need to protect themselves and their families. seeing ourselves as part of the, the human family, humanity, life on this planet. So right now, sitting quietly, aware of the body, aware of the breath, aware of the mood, noticing if there's grumbling, complaining, shouldn't be like this, this is no good, don't like that, natural enough responses, and considering the possibility of contentment, this is okay, this is enough, I'm grateful. This is how we support well-being, inner well-being, inner happiness. So asking, how is it right now? Noticing this is how it is. <clears throat> 